Que amamos, que odiamos. Summer good, summer great. Welcome to Talking Trash. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And this is our podcast where we review and rate trash plates in the Rochester area. This week, we are reviewing rock style chicken and burger, and our guest is Al. Welcome, Welcome Al. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. First time, long time. Is that what they say in the business? <laughs> they say that, yeah, for podcasts primarily. <laughs> So, hey, man, uh, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, we always start off by asking new guests their plate stories. So, you know, how did you get into trash plates? Well, um, I don't remember my first plate. I gave it thought knowing that I was going to be on here and I couldn't place when it happened. So I asked my wife, who's been around forever, and she said my first plate would have been in the Nazareth food court or food lounge or whatever they call them there at colleges. Cause we're both from Buffalo and she went to Nazareth and I went to Brockport and I think she's right. I think that was it. And then we, I kind of filtered out to the old Nick Tahoe's and Stevie T's throughout college. And um, then slowly into adulthood, uh, I just tried some others and I got a real good lifelong friend who lives in Florida. And every time he comes to visit, we need to try a new garbage plate. So we've been, uh, all around Rochester trying different plates over the years just for fun and that's where we're at right now. Nice and the Nazareth. I don't remember Geneseo having garbage plates did they? That's uh, good and bad? I don't know. Well, I don't know how good it was but it was what I think was my first experience so we'll stick with it and we'll just say we got better from there. I, I mean I'm trying to think if Geneseo had trash plates it would have been I mean, I would have been eating them all the time. Could you get it on your, did you guys have like a card that you swiped to so get food? I was just a guest because I wasn't there. I didn't go oh, to okay. Nazareth. I was just visiting and it, I, I, the timing was right. So I got to get there on what would be garbage plate night, I assume. And the more we talked about it, I think it was a very rare event. I think I just got lucky oh, that okay. I made right. it there. Um, Cause we didn't know what it was. And I think she just learned more about it as the year went on and it just did not come back often at all. So I got lucky and I just had that one guest pass and it was like the magic ticket. Well, because you and your wife are from the Buffalo area like myself. So you probably wouldn't even be exposed to it until you came to the Rochester area, right? Definitely. Definitely never before college. Cause it just didn't happen. And Randy, I'm with you. I don't remember Geneseo having them. I, I mean, they did get, uh, like a trash plate place, like a plate place after we left. But when we were there, I don't, I think the first time I ever had one was actually in Rochester. So, yeah, I thought when you said it, Al, that the dining hall actually served garbage plates like on a consistent mm. basis. And they had, a, I know Geneseo didn't do that. And like I no, said, not an omelet station for garbage yeah. plates. That would be quite something. <laughs> yeah. I remember because back in college, Rob and I always used to talk about, hey, you know, we should bring a trash plate place to Geneseo, like a hots place. And then one opened up and I remember going to it and thinking I would hate working here all the time. So I'm <laughs> glad we didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, it's weird though, because I'm almost surprised that we didn't have that in the dining hall because it's really an easy thing to make. If you made like a trash plate, mm -hmm. like serve yourself bar, because 
you know, the, the basic raw ingredients are pretty cheap and, you know, easily, you know, served in that kind of way. So I would, I would think they would do it. It, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I've heard of uh, weddings having uh, catering garbage plates come and go because I think there is just that ease to bringing in the ingredients, slapping them together and uh, hitting them to go. Yeah. And I know you didn't listen to our meat sauce episode, but that was kind of the setup for the, the meat sauce fest was where, you know, you go up the, around the perimeter, try all the meat sauces. And then there's like a make your own garbage plate set up like in the middle. And uh, it went pretty well. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a good, a good setup and a good method. So that's how we got to where we went today. Right. I mean, the meat sauce was uh, the reason that we moved out to try and find uh, this place and taste their plates. Yeah, Rockstyle had one of our top meat sauces at the meat sauce competition, which is why we're, why we're moving, why we wanted to try it out. Um, before we actually get into the rating, though, let's do it. Uh, actually, can I jump in? Can I tell my Alstery? My history <laughs> yes, Al? tell, you, tell your Alstery. Um, I'm going to just tell the recent one because I met Al a long time ago, but I got to apologize on air for Al uh, because he was planning to come on a couple times here and... Uh, my fault, definitely. So we were supposed to do, were we supposed to do Spencer Port Hots like a few weeks ago? Like a, probably longer than that. What, a couple months ago? What was it? It was going to be out of Cronies. Cronies, I thought for years was going to be, was the best plate I ever had. And they got bought out. And it says that they have the same menu, but I haven't been there to try it to really see if that's still the case. But it's in Spencer Port. It just was a bit of a okay. different location. And I have yet to give it a try. All right. Well, Al, I'm going to officially invite you back for the next time, next podcast. You're going to be a recurring guest because I feel so bad because it was my fault that one time. So I'm just putting I'm, it out there. I make no mistakes. problem. Sorry, Al. I'm it's, ready to be a second time, long time, whenever you are. And it's pretty rare. <laughs> it's really rare for this podcast to have a guest on more than once. So you might mm -hmm. be one of the only people that ever has oh, done yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. We usually also, before we get into the plate, you know, rating, we, we kind of do a quick catch up. So, uh, Al, what's new, man? How are things? How are you handling all of this craziness at home? What's going on? Well, we got some news today that those schools are not going to reopen. So this, this podcast here got me through the day because it was a rough adjustment having three young kids and, uh, we need we need to get through it. So it's all good. Um, I got a fourth, fourth grader and a first grader and I'm learning those topics all over again. And I've got a one-year-old and he is crawling around and keeping us busy. So nighttime is our time to relax. And tonight I got to be here right now. Beyond that, we've been in the house. We've been in the house for two months. So there's not a lot to, to say is a whole lot new. We've been catching up on some DVR and it has not been the most exciting two months of my life. I know you're, you uh, like to stay fit and you, you go on runs often on treadmills. Are you, are you hitting the streets? Or are you at least getting outside to get some fresh air on these runs? Yeah, we got, we got uh, the wife and I go on alternating run days um, and that's working out pretty well. And we go around the block with the kids at least once a day and we've got a park within walking distance. So we have a little extra time. We go to the park and do a lap around the park. So we're getting our outside time. It's working out pretty good. Nice. Let's let's take a quick break before we get into the to the rating of the plates. 
And we're back from our commercial break. We hope you enjoyed those awesome commercials and patronize those businesses because they directly support uh, the plate pals. So we were in the midst of our catch up. Randy, what's new with you, man? How are things over uh, at Rand Manor? I'm uh, off air. We just talked about how to pronounce. Let's ask Al. All right, Al. G-O-O-S-E. B-E-R-R-Y. How would you pronounce that when it has to do with a beer? Hold on. Goosh. Oh, he's pulling out goosh. All right, I'm bringing up. I said gooseberry. Rob said ghostberry. So no, I said goza. Goza is the kind of beer where it's like Well, then it's got to be goza. Sour. It's got to be goza berry, right? Oh, it's gooseberry. Oh, it's one word? I thought you were t- – sorry, I misunderstood. There's a type of beer uh, called – A lot of backtracking on this podcast, Al. Here we go. <laughs> Are you having a robot read us the gooseberry? Oh, Winner! Wow. <laughs> I don't even teach English. Gooseberry. Okay, now I got to turn it off. <laughs> well, well, that robot uh, voice certainly. What we were saying, uh, Al, what we were saying me. was uh, my buddy just sent a t- like these beers from K two are named insane now. This one's called Strawberry Backslash Gooseberry Pink Guava Sour. And the other one is sour sop backslash pineapple backslash pink guava sour. Like that's the Whoa. actual name of these beers. Is that oh so that's I thought the word back, I thought the word backslash was in the word. No, but I mean if you have to put a slash in your name twice, you might have named it a little too long, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I can't support all their naming choices. I do like their beer. The brewery's close to where I live. I, I do support them, but that's that is pretty weird. So that's, two that's, slashes are two slashes too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree. Five words in it. But it might be delicious, so I don't know. I can get, I can get a free one and let you know. Yeah. Do they still have their jalapeno beer? I have not seen it at my local Wegmans when I would in the past. I think you could probably get it there at the brewery. Okay. Yeah, it's, I've heard that you know alcohol sales right now all over the place are kind of like through the roof. It's like... Mm the bleach industry and the uh, alcohol <laughs> industries are the two that are like cruising. So should have bought stock and Clorox before this one. So, so that's what's going on with you, Randy. That's the new update. Um, were we on updates? Yes. That's the new update, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, what's the deal with beer names? What's the deal with beer names? Yeah. What's the deal? With How beer? to pronounce beer names. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Let's hear your, uh, Seinfeld accent. I thought that was Al doing a, a Seinfeld mm. impression, and I thought it was quite good. Uh, yeah, it was. That's why I want you to do it again. It was all Al. We Definitely. do a lot of impressions on this podcast, Al, if you want to throw a couple out there. Oh, I'd have to give that some thought. I don't have any two, two good ones off the top of my head. I can okay. do one. I can do one of Rob. It's pronounced Gozaberry. <laughs> I didn't. That's not, that's not what I was saying. I thought you said it was a Goza beer. Which is the type of beer? Anything new with you, Rob? No, nothing's new. I've been watching The Sopranos, which I've detailed on this podcast before. It's getting good. AJ sucks, as always. He's a total lame-o. Uh, I'm not sure if my microphone was working. Anything new with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw on The Sopranos, there's this thing called the Big Mouth Billy Bass. It's, it's hilarious. It's this like rubber 
talking, singing fish that looks like it's a mounted fish that you hang on your wall. It's yeah. I remember those. I got to I've, I've never, you know, I got to, I got to get my hands on one of those. They, they, uh, I remember they used to sell me like TJ Maxx and Marshall's like in that odds and ends. Well, I guess I, all of TJ Maxx and Marshall's is odds and ends, <laughs> but in like one of their weird aisles. Yep. It's uh, so, yeah. So I guess nothing new. I'm watching a 20 year old TV show on the mafia, mm-hmm. but uh uh, yeah, I'd like all. to jump back actually, because uh, you reminded me of what you're watching, and uh, I can simply not get enough of the Chicago Bulls dynasty, The Last Dance. I'm completely <sighs> mesmerized each Sunday night. I have not gone four hours of TV watching without touching my phone since I've had a phone, and it is a time warp back into the 90s. It takes me back to my youth. And it, the whole world melts away in those two hours, and I cannot get enough of it. It is fantastic. And that was Ken Burns, right? Kind of put that together? No, in fact, Ken Burns is, is talking smack about it at this point. He thinks that it's not good journalism because Michael Jordan's uh, company, production company, is in the credits. So he thinks that the person who the documentary is about is having too much say and what's being recalled and discussed and said and so he was just in the news this week uh, it's friday so it wouldn't have been this weekend um earlier in the week talking uh talking it down saying it's not worth people's time because it's not a true documentary um the person who did it is the person who actually did the andre the giant documentary for hbo um that's the only other credit i'm aware of that this this person has, but, um, I, the footage and the stories and the interviews, it just, it's also really interesting to see that again, but from an adult perspective instead of from a kid perspective. And it's just great. I read a snippet somewhere too, that Michael Jordan agreed to it only if he could have the last word in the documentary. Yep. Um, so I haven't seen any of it yet because I don't have ESPN, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. I really want to see it. And Andre the Giant documentary was awesome, if you mm-hmm. never saw that. <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. I actually heard that the guy who did the Last Dance documentary did the Andre the Giant documentary and remembered I currently have HBO, so I just went back and watched it for the first time like seven days ago. Nice. <laughs> so I'm, I got all this going on right now. It was great. That was great too. So Al, question. So I did. I had heard – some mention of Ken Burns and that's why I brought that up. So I'm glad you clarified that. Um, okay. Do you think that this, I would enjoy this documentary. I'm not really a basketball fan. You know, I was around when Michael Jordan was coming up, but I, I really didn't watch much basketball. Is it, is it a good enough story that you think a non basketball fan would get into it? Yeah. I, I really like that the timeline that they're using. I think that originally it was meant, it is meant to be just about the one team in 1997, 1998, because the GM who's talked about all the time said that it would be Phil Jackson's very last year of coaching. So the whole team, Michael Jordan was a free agent at the end of the year. He was on record saying he would never play for another coach other than Phil Jackson and Scottie Pippen's uh, contract was up. So those big three all had no, future tied to the Bulls at the end of that season, even after they just won two championships in a row. So at the beginning of the year, Phil Jackson, uh, I don't know if it was his playbook, but some on some paperwork, he wrote down, this will be our last dance. So let's make the most of it. And so the story is about the last season they were all together. 
but it goes all the way back to the days of some of those players in college. And uh, it tells, it weaves quite an excellent story. So knowing the history, you can relate to it, I guess, but not knowing it, you get as much background as I think you would need to really enjoy it. Awesome. Thanks, man. That's a good, that's a good analysis. And I guess before we jump into the plates, I have one, one last question for you, Al. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the Bills draft? Oh, yeah. In a nutshell. Okay. I'm going to call that an A, an A for drafting, because there's no doubt I'm putting Stefan Diggs a part of that draft. I think that A.J. Epinesa is, uh, fell to them because he had a bad combine, and because of the coronavirus, he didn't get to make up those numbers in the, in the typical pro day that the, the, the colleges tend to host. And um, I think that they got a steal there. And I think they might've gotten the best running back in the draft in the third round. They know not to give up too much draft value early in the draft. I think those two are going to be big contributors on a successful team. And I, uh, I can't wait for it. I saw a way too early mock draft, meaning a mock draft created right after last year's draft. They had Epinesa going third overall. And they had uh, Jake Fromm actually going fourth overall. Now, clearly a lot has changed, but still, they've got the pedigree, and we'll see what they can do. So I'm giving it an A, and I can't wait to get a sports season started, whatever one it may be. Well, it's not going to be the Little League championship, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Are you really bummed? that <laughs> today, I think. We always used to drive past that. Uh, when we would, you know, we'd go past that and then Lizardland or what is it? Uh, Steve's, Steve's Reptile Kingdom or something. Clyde. Clyde oh, the Glide. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, that is, that is a bummer for all those young athletes. I'm sorry, guys. We, uh, you know, our hearts are with you. And with that, let's move on to our analysis and rating of rock style chicken and burger. So, Al, you went to this place before Randy and myself. What, what drew you to go there? A few things. So they have multiple locations, and I live in Chai Lai, and they have a location here in Chai Lai. Used to be Phil's Pizza, went away. Then it was uh, Good Smoke Barbecue. And I only made it to Good Smoke while it was Good Smoke one time. And I recall driving with the family and I looked at the building as we drove by and thought, I need to go back. I need to try it again. I need to try something from there. And on the way back from wherever we were, a car ran into it. A car literally ran into the building and there was all this tape and it was damaged. And I thought, well, I missed my opportunity. I don't know if they're going to reopen. And then you guys went to your meat sauce competition, told me about it. And you indicated there was a connection to Good Smoke Barbecue. And I put it in the back of my mind. And one time recently, I drove by and it had the rebranding. It had the um, new title. And I thought, that's the place. That's the stuff. And so we avoided going out for a few weeks at the beginning of this uh, quarantine. But uh, as soon as we got brave enough to give it a try, I said, this is where we got to go. And the family got on board. The daughter got a hot dog. She loved it. The son got some boneless wings and he loved it. And the wife got a uh, fried chicken sandwich, and she loved it. So um, made everybody happy, and I got to try the plate. And so you, and correct me if I'm wrong, you went there last week and got a plate, and then you also got a plate this week as well. Is that correct? 
back-to-back plates, back-to-back weeks. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to give my rating too early, but let's just say I, uh, I enjoyed it enough to go back the very following week. <laughs> so, so tell us about um, what, what you got in your plate and just tell us your thoughts about, you know, the different elements of it. I think one thing about this place is that they've got more sauces than you could ever imagine, especially from just a chicken and burger place. And so I didn't go too far away from the norm when I saw those sauces. I just wanted to stick with something that was pretty traditional. Um, I was initially disappointed because I'm a home fry guy. As long as they're not breakfast home fries where they look like potatoes, they got to be, you know, crunchy and golden brown. But when they are, that's, that's what I go for. And that's not Preach an option. Out. Preach. Definitely. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. We talked, we've talked about this in the podcast, but you're right. <laughs> I've never heard so, you say preach, Randy. I like that. <laughs> I'll take it as a strong compliment. Yeah. Um, so I, I got taken back a little that that was not an option. Um, so I went quickly to the tater tots because I thought that was going to be the closest, the closest comparable item. And then they do have the traditional mac salad. They have the mac and cheese and they have the French fries as alternative options, but I stuck with the tots. I stuck with the mac salad and um, the tots were phenomenal. They filled the role extremely well. So that's what, and then I went with the two burgers, cheeseburgers. I almost always go with the cheeseburgers. I didn't even know things like grilled cheeses were a thing until I started listening to the podcast. They don't have that as an option here, but um, Again, I wanted to go pretty traditional, especially the first time I went. And uh, I got the two cheeseburgers, and then I got everything on it except onions. I generally do pass on the onions. Gotcha. What about the second time you went? Well, the first time I went, I feel like I blacked out a little bit. I, I sort of inhaled that thing so quick. I thought, oh, I, I don't have a lot of details. I don't, I don't remember enough to feel <laughs> confident in talking about it. So um, if I go back again next week, I might try and go in a different direction, but I decided to stick with the same thing this past week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, Randy, you got your usual? Yeah, got the usual. I, uh, I got French fries because I feel like tater tots, it's almost like no matter where I've gotten, tater tots are always the same. So I wanted to see what the French fries were like. That's my opinion on tater tots. I like them, but I wanted to see how their French fries were. So, yep, classic. And uh, that was it. Yeah, I would agree about the tots. And I got the tots. I got pretty much, I think, everything that Al got. I did say the works, and I didn't get onions. So I didn't explicitly say I wanted onions, but I also didn't get them. And I just said, like, give me everything on there. Um, how were the fries, Randy? Were they, what kind of fries were they? Um, They were thicker French fries seasoned. Um, Like, it looked almost like red type of seasoning on it. Um, what like paprika seasoning? Yes. Like paprika seasoning. (laughs) Um, they were delicious. They were, I I don't think there was enough fries and I've never said that before, but, or I just didn't, well, I don't know. Do you want to get in the plates now or no? So let's, let's get in the plate. So Al, do you want to, were there any things that stood out to you that were excellent or could be, you know, improved upon? Like, you know, what did you think about the actual plate itself? All right. I would say I got, I got three thoughts on that. Let's start with those tater tots. I am not a big tater tot guy that falls pretty low on my list of uh, choices that I would generally get if I was going out, but it, it almost felt like these tater tots were in a commercial 
with the grease glistening on those crunchy little nugget breaded ends that they had. And I, I watched those nuggets while I was like eating the plate. And I just, it, it, it made the, the whole experience better. They were phenomenal tater tots. And I did not find myself missing those wonderful home fries at all. They, they were great. Um, the mac salad I thought was great. Like I thought it was fine. But my wife interestingly ordered a side of mac salad. She's a very big mac salad fan, and she didn't care for it on its own. So uh, I didn't have really any on my own. Everything was kind of mixed up together, and I couldn't have been happier. But um, that was an interesting side note, I guess. And then lastly, I, uh, I noticed like this orange covering over the meat sauce. And I remembered when I placed the order, they talked about their rock style sauce it's kind of their signature sauce and when i asked a little bit about it they called it like a sweet sauce or like a boss sauce so i think that they did their own meat sauce and then as a little extra flair put a little of their rock style sauce on it as well and i couldn't tear apart all those flavors the way that you guys sometimes are able to but it all came together quite wonderfully quite nicely well al we're professionals i mean that's mm -hmm. what we get paid to do Understood. Um, Randy, what, what, what were your thoughts, Rand? Um, I, uh, let me start with this. There's no bread. Um, <laughs> I guess. That is true. No bread. I think we got to start a bread movement in Rochester because this is getting absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't understand what's going on with the lack of bread and the plates. And I don't know when it started. I don't know why it's going on. But right now, that's my biggest problem. I don't know about you guys. With plates, not with life. So, but like, you're, you're talking about, like, the state of plates. Just, yeah, why is there no bread? So, that being said, this was one of the best plates I've ever had. But I wanted to come out and say about the bread first. Uh, Hold on. Back to the bread. More and more Americans right now are baking bread at home. The fact that there is so much surplus bread being baked and we can't get that bread to garbage plate places, it's, it's kind of a travesty, you know? It's, it's insane. Uh, Rob, you, uh, you definitely don't know how restaurants work. They usually bake the bread there. They don't have to order it from people's individual houses. But I see where you're going with it, and I like it. So I'm going to agree with you. But definitely um, no bread. So that being said, though, one of the best plates I've ever had. Uh, the sauce was amazing. I can't describe it better than Al did. Sweet, but yeah, there's, it, I mean, it was awesome when we went to the meat sauce competition. Um, the burgers were two of the, it didn't look like it at first, but I think two of the biggest, thickest burgers that we've had in like all around. You know, we might've had burgers that were bigger in area, but thinner. These were like big in area and thick, but not too thick. They were like perfectly made burgers um mac salad was mustard based definitely um because i'm not a big fan of mustard but it was just enough where it was perfect i thought the mac um, salad you're saying yeah mac salad was 100 percent mustard based i know that for sure i don't what would know. you say rob i don't agree uh what do you think it was based i it might have had a little mustard in it i think it had a lot of mayo in it it was oh, oh well okay yeah so it was say, like so mayo there, there was so much mayo that it overwhelmed me and i couldn't well i'll let you finish before i get into yeah that. okay so i guess i don't yeah when i said mustard based i would i meant there's there was mustard in it which i definitely don't taste every time 
So it might have been mayo based, but there's definitely mustard there for sure. Because I I'm not a big fan the of color mustard. of it at all though. It it still was like pretty much straight up. White. Well, I mean, how do you how do you pronounce uh, gooseberry again? So Goes sometimes you're right, sometimes I'm right. I mean, we'll go back and forth. Um, what what did uh, Ken Burns? What documentary did he do again, Al? Or no, he didn't do it. All right. So I'm going to say mustard base. We'll let the listeners decide who to believe in this one. We're going to put uh, out a poll on our Instagram. So check it I would, out. I think that's how Instagram works. So my bit, my actually, besides the bread, my biggest complaint was the container it was in was a completely metal foil based container with a plastic top. I had to go and get two. I got this meal and then I went with Laurel to get her meal. By the time I got home, I had to microwave it. And that was a problem. Have you ever like taken a plate out of its to-go container and try to put it into a different container? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. It's, no. it's a mess, which actually in a way works out because it all gets mixed together. But I did have to like slide it all out to put it on a separate plate. Um, also, if I'm using metal silverware, I don't know. Do you guys ever notice like you use metal silverware and it hits the foil and it gets this weird taste to it or no? No. Noises, okay. but not taste. Yeah. So Wait, are you saying that the, the metal silverware tastes different once it touches other metal? If it scrapes against metal, like if you take a metal fork and you scrape it against tin foil and then you put it in your mouth, there's this weird... As, as you do. There's <laughs> this weird taste to it, yes. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's happened before in these, in these situations. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody, go out and try it right now and you tell me what you say, but you really got to scrape it though. But anyways, Al, Al if, if you can see the video, Al is nodding his head as if he's actually considering this insane thing that Randy's claiming. Insane. Always time to try something new, especially when you're stuck in quarantine with nothing else to do. I'll go scratch some forks on some tinfoil and see what happens. You got to put it right in your mouth, though. You can't wait because then I, the hey, taste goes away. I'll, I got time. I, I'll go right into it. <laughs> um, and uh, other than that, though, honestly, this could be my new go-to plate place. Like, it was... It was a different taste than other plates, and it was amazing. Like I said, I wish they had more French fries, but that might have just been because I didn't, I didn't divvy it out well. I wasn't really digging in like I should have been. But I mean, I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. And to note, Randy and I went to the one in Webster, whereas Al went to the one in Chile. So same mm-hmm. ownership, I think. But um... oh, also, I was going to ask you guys the opinion. So I went in there. There's, I think, three other four other customers in there. Three of them had masks on like me. One of them was sitting at the bar drinking mask off. Mm. Mm. Now like that, was he a worker that just got off a break or got off of his shift? I don't know, but something's a little, all the workers I saw were wearing masks. So I bet you he's not a worker. Except for, well, he had a mask, but it was hanging, hanging halfway from his ear. So it wasn't on. He had like taken it off so he could drink his beer. Was he social distancing six feet or more? Well, he was the only one at the bar, so yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. When I was there, there was one person waiting, um, but we were able to, you know, be separated, and it was it, it felt like a safe situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a, actually have a question about what Randy just said. Um, mine is almost exclusively takeout here in Chai Lai. There are like three small tables, and that would be it. You guys, you have a bar. How much space do you have? Is there a lot of dining when dining's allowed? I had no idea that it was a full restaurant. I thought it was going to hmm. be more like a hot's place, but it actually looked pretty legit. Like it wasn't huge or anything, but there's seating there. Yeah, okay. it was kind of like a long restaurant. Like you go in and it yeah. goes 
it goes kind of deep, but um, it's kind of like not super wide. And along the length of it is the bar. And that's kind of where you order and, and pay for stuff. So yeah, I, that's, that seems kind of weird, Randy. Um, the bar situation, I'm going to get into my, my review. The Mac salad, like I said, I didn't taste any mustard. Maybe there's mustard in it, but I do know there was a butt ton of mayo. And for me, that was just too much mayo. Um, I did try it on its own. And, and like Kelly, I, I just didn't really like it so much. The meat sauce was amazing. I, I loved it when we had it uh, at the meat sauce competition. I liked that it had kind of bigger chunks of beef in it too. Like there were like good size hunks of meat. I just don't think I got enough of that meat sauce. I definitely could have used a little bit more. My tots were a little cold, but they're still good. I, I would agree with Randy. These are the most real burgers I think we've ever had on a plate. Like they felt like they weren't perfectly circular, but you know somebody actually put them together by hand. They weren't out of a package. They weren't pre-cut. They weren't like put through some sort of a machine. Like somebody made these burgers by hand and then slapped them on a grill, which I liked. My burgers were a little overcooked and a little dried out. Um, my only, so the type of burger, ideal. That was an amazing type of burger. They kind of cooked mine a little much, a little bit more than I would have liked. Um, and I also ordered a chicken, which I know we're not rating and reviewing. The chicken was okay. I ordered like a, the three piece fingers with, I got the rock style sauce and a medium sauce. Al, you alluded to the sauces earlier. Both sauces were amazing they were lights out like just really even the medium sauce had like a really nice interesting quality to it i asked if they could toss the fingers in the sauce and they could not which kind of bummed me out because i like a good finger tossed because it soaks up those juices i don't like i mean i know it's almost the same thing but i just don't want to dip chicken fingers i just want to eat them already sauced um to be honest i i went into this i, I did not have a smoothie beforehand because I wanted to finish this plate. And in the end, I almost ate none of the Mac salad. I almost couldn't. So I had like, I, I didn't like, for, part of me thought I was gonna get a big spoon and literally like scoop all of it out and toss it. However, I, I, did, I did eat some of it with the, you know, I didn't avoid it after, but I just didn't really, um, I, I just couldn't take it. Now they also offer Mac and cheese there. And I know that the mac and cheese at Good Smoke is incredible. So, and, and I also know that they have like a, I think it's called the Clucker. It's a chicken based uh, garbage plate. And I think that that with like a mac and cheese would be lights out. Yeah, I was looking at that, but I had, we had to go ca classic. I had to, cause I said I would for the podcast, but it looked awesome. Um, I did just look up online. It is a six ounce hand pressed patty, they said. So each one and we had two. Yeah, yeah those are, they're legit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm in, it's interesting cause Al, have you done, you've done Mark's downtown, uh, interestingly Mark's I saw, I heard that episode and I had, have you been, been there though? Mark's. Not Mark's. No, no. no. See, I think their max salad is way mayonnaiser. May, well, I don't know what. <laughs> mayonnaiseier. Yes. Mayonnaiseier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you guys loved it there. So I, I don't know. I thought the max salad, maybe cause mine got mixed in so much with all the other stuff. I couldn't tell. Um, but I, I am looking up online right now on their menu. It says Mac salad, mustard base, zero mm. mayonnaise. So <laughs> I, I don't talk another one that. up for, uh, Randy here. Um, <laughs> I, also though, question on their website, do you guys remember? I don't know if it's still around rock brewery. Yeah. 
are they the same? Are they connected? Because their logo looks very similar to Rock City Chicken and Burger. I don't know. I, I don't either. No. Yeah. Which that brewery is great. I mean, that, they had some good beers there. I remember when I went. So, um, yeah, just throwing that out. Uh, so, do we rate them now? Let's rate them. Um, Randy, what, what scale are we using? Would you like to explain to our listeners? I, let's go 10. I say 10 out of 10. Let's keep it easy here today. Okay. You're going 10 out of 10, Al? No, no. The scale is 10 out of 10. You, <laughs> said, you, said, you said, I'm going 10 out oh, of 10. Okay. What new, you just said. new scale. First number you say is the one. You just said 10 out of 10 also, Rob. So <laughs> it's down to Al. Al, what do you think? No, I'm not giving it 10 out of 10. That's the scale today. All right. I, 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 I will jump in and I will, I will give it a, I will give it a 10 out of 10. I, I went back for seconds and I was thrilled <laughs> to do it. And um, I was you a little nervous to, about uh, the, the rating scale because we've talked about the size of those burgers. And um, the first time I finished it and I got, you know, I was in rough shape afterwards because it just was the heaviest plate I may have ever had. And so I thought there was a chance I wouldn't quite take the whole thing down in round two. And I didn't, I stopped short, so I didn't make myself sick, but um, I was afraid that I would have to rate it, save it for later. Was that one of the rating scales? It was. Even though I wouldn't wanted to, but I wouldn't have had to. (laughs) Al, what we call that is the first time you pulled a Randy, the second time you pulled a Rob. That's what we say (laughs) on the podcast here. But yeah, that would have been, so did you, did you save it for later? Uh, I did. I actually heated uh, the burger up today. I didn't think that that mac salad was going to uh, be any good two days later, um, but and the, and the tots were gone. So it was just the burger that I heated up. And I, I think I, I wasn't going to admit this, but I feel like I'm in a comfortable space. Robbie alluded to the size of some of those meat chunks. I had a meat chunk in round two, the size of a meatball. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was amazing. I kind of wish I took a pick. I didn't. And I did not break into that thing. It was intimidating. I didn't know what was going to come out of it. I didn't know how much sauce was in there. And so I kind of ended up picking around it and I did not take it down. But I did, you know, eventually get to the burgers and the rest of the stuff. But in the end, definitely a 10 out of 10. I think the sauce tied it all together. The burgers were amazing. Even though there's been some uh, criticism of the Mac salad, I think it, 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 it tied everything together as well. And uh, I might have to venture out on tots when I go to the next place because, I don't know, these tots have talked me into something. <laughs> Al, awesome, you, couldn't, man. you couldn't try the meatball just for the podcast. You couldn't like. You're, well, just, it's why I feel real regret. You apologized <laughs> earlier, and I think I need to apologize now okay. for not, not committing all in to this podcast by diving into that meatball. Because this is our first meatball on the podcast. Mm, uh, you know, it's, we were waiting for it to happen, and you, you made it happen, so. Uh, if I want to get first. another one, I will, uh, I'll send an update quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Randy, what are you, what's your rating? It's gotta be like a nine and a half out of 10. The bread takes it down for me and the container, but I mean, this was one of the most original tasting plates I've ever had. And it was amazing. The fries were awesome. I mean, maybe if you guys, I don't know, Rob, if you're able to go with fries and mix it in more with the Mac salad, I don't know, but it was phenomenal. I, uh, that's awesome, man. I'm glad yeah. you, I'm glad you liked it. Um, I'm going seven. Uh, and the bread factors in, but for me really the Mac salad being almost at least to me inedible, 
just because I just didn't like that taste. The burgers being overcooked, the home fry or the the tater tots being a little cold. I mean, I did have to drive it from you know from the restaurant, but they should have still been a little bit warmer than that. I think it. Even though I gave it a seven, I think that it had the potential to be a nine or a ten because I think all those raw materials are there. I think had I gotten mac and cheese, it might have been an eight and a half. Uh, and I, I'd love to try that the chicken plate with like a medium sauce with maybe the fries with the mac and cheese. I think that might be like a nine and a half. You know, that That's could be. Not, listen, if Al can do two plates in a week, we can do two <laughs> plates in a week, and he did the same once. So I'm definitely going to do by next week. I'll do one because it sounds awesome. You know what? But, I've got an idea. We have a former guest of the pod, uh, Andy. I didn't want to bring this up, but there's some controversy over this episode. Andy had already called rock style chicken and burger. But since Al has been so just screwed over by Randy, we gave him (laughs) any choice he wanted. And so Al, or I talked to Andy earlier and he goes, I don't even know if I'm going to listen to this episode if it's Al. (laughs) And uh, so there's, Andy's been known to have some beef with other other podcast guests of the show, but what might be cool, Andy loves mac and cheese. He loves chicken fingers. I have a strong feeling Andy would be willing to go back to rock style chicken and burger and try the clucker. It's a it's a it's a decent idea. I think though, to be fair, we should probably throw it at Al first and see if he wants to go back. <laughs> well, I I I, I want to squash any beef, meatball or not. Uh, so that we, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, that I don't want to start no trouble with Andy. I did not know that he stuck claim if, uh, if that's a phrase, but I also uh, didn't know that either. I also forgot what, that he did also. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys, if you guys, if you guys want a four way chicken cluck, I mean, I could always get down with that as well. So we have got some options, I guess. Let's do Let's it, do man. It. Yeah. Next week. We got our next upset. That's awesome. That's great. I think my daughter will be the happiest that she gets the naked hot dog a third week in a row. (laughs) (laughs) What makes it a naked hot dog? There's no like casing. No, this is going to upset Randy because it comes on what is maybe the greatest roll I've ever eaten because she refused (laughs) to eat it. I know, I know, I know, I know, but it is two Zweigel's hot dogs split down the middle on a uh, brioche. 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 There you go. And um, it's too much for her. It's too buttery. It's too greasy. So she just goes with a traditional Wegmans uh, hamburger roll that I have in the pantry. And I, uh, I took the roll down and it was fantastic. It was a non-given garbage plate roll, but it, it fit the bill quite nicely. Which almost makes me feel better that the potential's there. If they just mm, threw it out okay. there, this could be a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when- when news of this podcast goes back and reaches them, they might make some changes to the menu, I think. Naturally. Yep. So overall, I, I think this is a plate to worth revisiting. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty, it was good. Even though I gave it a seven, but I think it's, I think it, it's likely to be scored better next week. So that wraps up the rating. Um, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I'll, I'll start with, uh, a Rohrbox pineapple wheat. I'm, I'm Ooh. drinking it right now. Uh, nice short name. I like it. Uh, yeah. No slashes. It, it might have two names, but there's no slash. So good for it. It is a wonderful summer beer and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. So I'll plug that right now. Hey, the only slash I like is in my guns and roses. If you know what I'm saying, huh? <laughs> wow. Uh, 
Randy? <laughs> you can go, Rob. Go ahead. So I would like to plug uh, Friends Wedding. We, we had Andy on last week. He and his wife host um, this huge charity fake wedding every single year. We, we raise thousands and thousands of dollars. There are, you know, it's, a, it's an awesome fundraiser. The charities often change every year. And, and this year, obviously, we were not able to do a, a live friend's wedding. So Andy and his wife, Christy, hosted a, a virtual Facebook Live and Zoom uh, trivia night. And there were about, a, I think there were 100 participants. And they did an amazing job. Uh, it was, uh, the organ, organizationally, it seemed like a, it would be a huge nightmare. And I know that they were super stressed just trying to put it on, but it went off seamlessly. Everyone had a lot of fun. Um, my team, we almost won the competition. We were so close. We actually took second last. And the, the only reason we weren't last was because one of our other friends texted an entire group one of the answers accidentally and I was able to use that answer so I was one point our team was one point ahead of second last but it was it was an awesome job and and when Andy was on the pod last week we didn't even I don't even think we like mentioned it <laughs> and afterwards I was like why didn't we mention this awesome super fun event that raised like three thousand dollars or something so great job Andy and Chris you guys crushed it nice that was a lot of fun um, I'm bringing in a special guest for my plug. Oh, what's up? This is Laurel. Whoa, Laurel, what's up? <laughs> so my plug is a new Thai place in Webster. It's called Seasoning Thai Bistro. Went there for dinner tonight while Randy got his plate and it was delicious. What'd you get? I got uh, what's called Penang curry. It's like a a kind of spicy um, curry dish. I ha got mine with tofu, but you could get yours with chicken, beef, pork, whatever you want. But I like my tofu. It was delicious. I re recommend it to anyone. If you have allergies, like I do, although probably none of you do because <laughs> you listen to a plate podcast, but <laughs> I thought it was great and I'm going to go there again. And it's a new place? Yeah, it's new. Um, I walked inside. It still looks like they're kind of like building. But you can get, go there for takeout. You can order online. So I recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, Laurel ate that while I was... We're good. You, oh, no, or you can stick around. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, oh, you can stick sending around. his girlfriend away. Oh, Ex-girlfriend, I guess. Whoa. <laughs> Um, when I was eating my plate, she was eating that and I've never seen her enjoy something more like she, she loves food and she's like, this thing is amazing. And it seems like no one else was there so they could do some business. So if you're one of the five people that listen, I'd say, I'm going to go check it out at some point. It, it seemed awesome. That's great. That's a great yeah. plug. I, th I think I'm going to check it out too. Yep. Okay. That was, uh, that was rock style chicken and burger. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. And Al, thanks for, for being on the pod. My pleasure. Yes. Thanks Al, for thank having you. me, guys. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. Randy, you're, you're like a regular uh, Tony and Carmela, you know? What's going on over there? I don't know.